I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. We're back with a second review episode in two weeks. <laughs> Woohoo! We watched all the movies ish. All the movies. <laughs> There are other movies that we didn't know were being released, and they just kind of put them out, and they're like, hey, look at this new movie. I know. We did do the ones that they announced. Yes, we did. And the ones that they don't announce probably aren't that great anyway. (laughs) We'll see. I think there's one this weekend that's called Aloha something. Yeah, with Taylor Cole. It kind of looks cute. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Well, luckily for you, you don't have to watch it. I know. I was like, hallelujah. But right now, we're still on Christmas in July. Yes. So the first one we're going to talk about, we're going to work our way up to the goodness, a royal Christmas crush. Yeah. And this one is where Ava accepts the opportunity of a lifetime to work at the Royal Ice Hotel, which leads her to a surprise whirlwind romance with the most important guest of all, the Royal Prince himself. And this is starring Katie Cassidy and Stephen Hazar. Mm-hmm. And we'll just get started on this one. What the for setting? What did you give it for setting? <laughs> okay, so for setting, I did give it a four. <gasps> just I know because I like the grand royal ball room at the end, and I like the idea of an ice castle. This was not an ice castle, though. It was like it, an ice. It was like I an igloo, igloo kind of yeah, looking thing. an ice yurt. <laughs> and thing. and the columns in it did not look like ice. They looked like plastic. Looked plastic. So yes. I mean, you could have at least tried to make it look like ice. Yes. That's so technically, I could probably go down to a three. I guess I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt of the idea. Well, if it was really ice, it would be cool. I gave it a two and wrote fake. Lucky oh. I didn't give it a one. <laughs> okay. All right. I was just upset that it wasn't really a castle. I was like, this is a lame. Yeah. And it is. was something that they built every year. So a different person got to build it every year, I guess, or whatever. It wasn't meant to be long term or anything. but Yeah, but it wasn't very grand. No, it was not. And I'm not sure how you build an ice castle i feel like building a hotel or in anything with ice is different than regular architecture is it just me <laughs> i mean i think it's different but then again i don't know the principles probably still apply i mean maybe, i don't know i don't know probably. how they build ice those hotels either no clue and i don't know how you it's stay like... warm in those hotels and i love to be cold <laughs> well you saw they had those big fire pit stove thingies in the middle of their rooms but i don't understand why it doesn't melt the ice on the ceiling it must pipe out of a hole in the ceiling and there must be insulation around that hole to protect the heat from touching the ice maybe and maybe they do like a layer of insulation Mm -hmm. i don't know but it's it's interesting to me that it can be warm enough to keep you warm but not so warm that it melts the ice. Anyway, it doesn't matter because this was plastic anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then they had like curtains for doors, which I g- guess I understand, but it's still awkward. <laughs> yeah. 
So, okay. I mean, I did like a couple of things. Like, I agree. The the ballroom was nice. I did like that little cabin that they went to when they snuck off. But I didn't feel like it was enough of anything to, like, make up for anything. Yeah. And I should say, okay, I watched this in bed when I just wanted to have something playing. And so it fit the bill at the time of, like, a Hallmark movie that's not going to give you any, like, bad feelings kind of thing. So I think I was more generous on this movie, but it wasn't great still. <laughs> well, I was not generous on this movie. So I'll make it up for you. For style, okay. I gave it a two because the only thing that I really liked was her dress at the end. And I feel like there's not much you can do in these situations where they're wearing mm-hmm. coats and boots and hats and scarves all the time. Um, did you feel differently? I gave it a three. I really liked all of Steven's suits. It was very dapper, like, hmm. I felt like a 20s, 30s type of look. Very gentlemanly, which I guess, you know, princely. And I actually liked a lot of her sweaters. I think mostly just because they complemented her coloring so well with, it was like very blue eyes, blonde hair with her and Steven. <laughs> and so uh. it was aesthetically pleasing but cold so three i don't know and i didn't really love her red dress at the end it felt kind of prom like to me with the halter i mean i could see that but i think she looked nice in it i actually i mean i messaged you about this but like Mm -hmm. i felt like she doesn't look like herself in this movie and i've decided now i've come to the decision that it was the way that they did her makeup um, uh, because okay. I really feel like they, they built up her cheekbones a lot, which mm-hmm. made her, and they probably put contour in her hollowed out spots and it almost made her look too thin because I did go yeah. online. I, I researched this guys. <laughs> yeah. Cause Carrie messaged me and I was like, and she was like, I think she lost weight. And I was saying how, well, I think it's because she's older because she used to have these round cheeks and, like, in this movie, she's very, like, angular face. But Carrie's yeah. like, it's the makeup, I think. Because in some of her other Instagram photos, she still does look like I expected her to look. Um, and and I think the reason it stood out to me so much is because I really feel like she's really pretty. From when she was on Arrow, I always thought she was so pretty. And hmm. in this movie, I was just like, I don't think she's that pretty. Like, I didn't think it they... I don't think that all the makeup really, I think her being more fresh faced actually a would have been a better look for like her job and the location and that sort of a thing. And, and just in general would have been a better look, I think, (laughs) but yeah. And I think it was the blunt cut. Although I like her with the shorter hair. Yeah. But we haven't seen her hair like that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do like I do like the hair. Uh, um, you know, I love a blunt like Bob or whatever. But yeah. Anyway, it was not my favorite Katie Cassidy look. So there's that. And then I don't know if this fits in style, but his parents looked as old as Stephen, so they didn't do a good job of. <laughs> I don't know if that's stars story, dressing. Huh. I didn't, didn't really think- pay them much attention at all his parents did not look old enough to have him as a son 
No way. I did feel like Steven in this movie looked older than I felt like Steven looked in other movies. Hmm. Okay. But I don't know. I, I mean, I can see where you're going. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. Storyline. Story <laughs> <laughs> What'd you give it for storyline? I gave it a three. Uh, I gave it a two. I I could go to a two, you know, in that range. Okay, let me try to convince you. Okay. One, it was horribly slow. It was slow. Mm -hmm. This was very hard to get through. Two, uh, the girl that was his love interest, where the daughter... Supposed to be the love interest. Yes. Uh, Her character, I felt like, was horribly written. Like it was almost like a comedy horribly written. Like a like mm. a Saturday Night Light skit. See, I thought she was confusing because sometimes you she was likable and you were like, Oh, she's just trying to do this to please her mom, but she's actually smart and whatever. But then she would do things where she was trying to like force his hand to propose to her and stuff. And I was like, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Not well, likable then- stuff. <laughs> I, it went downhill for me, the um, the scene where he comes in from being at the cabin, and he's talking to the guy, uh, his butler or whoever, and then mm-hmm. she's the lady, the mom and the girl are there, and they're like clanking around really loudly in their heels and talking, and and I was like, do you guys not know how to like spy on people? <laughs> eavesdropping means you're supposed to like just like listen in you're not supposed to be like and i know it was supposed to be like a comedy thing but i just felt like it was not well written enough to yeah i didn't feel comedy i was confused by his butler because i was like okay so did he leave the door open because he wanted them to hear how the prince isn't interested in your daughter because sometimes you got the feeling he knew prince wasn't going to go for this girl but then other times it was like he was trying to set them up and have him go for the girl. So he was also confusing. And I agree. I didn't understand that part. <laughs> I also didn't like the lady never liked her from the beginning. Now, granted, she was kind of gawking a little bit at the beginning when she saw his photo. But, you know, whatever. It's written that way. That I mean, it, I don't think it was the like the lady obvious. was the villain. Yeah. Yes. But she... It was weird to me that she, as the employee, felt like her daughter actually had a chance of winning the prince's <laughs> affections. I thought that was odd, too. But then I I kind of made sense to me that she was friends with the queen. And oh. that was why she even had the job. And so the queen and her are friends. So, of course, her daughter could be possibly a princess. So that makes like Okay, I must have mi- yeah. missed that in all the boredom parts, the parts that didn't uh, keep my yeah. attention. What, did, um, what got me with the villain lady, though, was at the end, first of all, the ending was terrible with the transition, but she just did a complete 180 and was like, well, I saw how much you actually really liked Katie's character, so I decided to help her come back and like be with you. <laughs> okay, and I have to say, this movie cut off with like a minute left. I don't know what mm-hmm. I missed. Um, because oh. when I, when I went to go back to, to find like catch up, like it paused and it wouldn't let me finish. And then I went back to look for it and I was like, I'm not fast forwarding through this whole thing again. So 
<laughs> so I didn't even try. Cut off for you? Um, with the 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 bodyguard or the butler and her kissing. Oh, and they're watching them. Yes. Together after all this yes. time. Yes. And then okay. I don't know really what happened after that. I don't know if they put in a flash forward. I don't know if they did. Nah. No whatever. flash forward. They just kissed and danced. Okay. And... Well, I figured it wasn't worth me watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one more thing to comment on, but it's really small. Do you have anything else? Um, I have a small thing too, but I think my... Well, first, okay. Steven's accent <laughs> annoyed me. Because we know it's not his real accent. Yep. It annoyed me less than other people's for the sole reason that he apparently has Hungarian parents in real life. And so I can see where maybe he was around like an accent similar to that. Because he wasn't putting on a British accent. It was supposed right. to be like Nordic, German, I don't yeah. even know. So I almost give him a slight pass because in real life he has Hungarian parents who might have had an accent. Otherwise, don't like fake accents. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Secondly, I I try not to judge this movie. I don't even know how. I, I think I was more inclined to possibly like it a smidge more since Katie Cassidy and Steven Hazar fell in love for real while filming this movie. Yeah, that didn't, I didn't convince me. I did not feel in the movie, though, like they did a really good job of hiding any real feelings. <laughs> <laughs> because this movie was so cold. And I think yeah. that it contributed to the boredom. It's just yeah. very cold. And, you know, people who act together and are not together in real life, you can still feel the sparks, whatever. But for them, I didn't feel it. Even in the scene where supposedly is where they really found love in the barn when Steven's character asks her to go on an adventure with him. There was only a, a slight, like she had this giddy little smile for a second at the end. Where I was like, okay, I could kind of see this in real life. But otherwise, I was like, this is it? There's nothing even romantic or, I don't know. So that was kind of yep. lackluster. But good for them for falling in love in real life. I mean, that's cute, I agree. I I am uh I am still not convinced that people who are in relationships in real life really it helps them on the screen. I, I have not yet been fully convinced of this and this one did not help me get there. Um that's true. That's true. It is very cute though that they did end up getting together. I, I did like that. But um uh, the really random thing that I note <laughs> was she was drawing these drawings of these sustainable houses? housing housing oh, those mm -hmm. um and they showed her doing the drawings twice and the drawings looked exactly the same like could you have not gotten somebody to draw two different drawings of the same thing like different angles or something i was like i don't believe that she's still sitting here shading in these things days i just later. never thought any of her drawings were that special they literally just look like cubic houses that you look at, you know, when you put a perspective point on a sheet of paper and you just draw the uh -huh. lines, it looked like that. And he was like, yeah. these are amazing and beautiful. It's like, uh, okay. My yeah, little thing that I thought was funny was he had a text message and it said March on his phone instead of December. 
because they filmed it in March. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. I thought it was interesting because normally I thought they filmed with blank screens on their phones and then they enter, enter insert, that's the word, the screen. If they don't you would think so. Screen. Apparently not. So, yeah. All right. Okay. So, for stars, this is my I most was generous. generous and gave it a three. I was generous and gave it a three too. I I did a, I like them both fine, but I thought the characters mm. were bad. So, yeah, this didn't endear Katie to me more, you know, to help overcome my past feelings about her characters. <laughs> All right, what did you give it for Christmas? I gave it a two for Christmas. It was less Christmas and more wintry. Should have been a January movie. Yep, I agree. I did the same. Nonsense for both of us, I think. Yep. All right. I Your turn. Royal Christmas crush. Okay. On to the good one. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back for Christmas, starring Vanessa Lange's, really need to know how to pronounce her last name, and Corey Sevier. Also need to learn how to pronounce his last name. After a particularly disheartening workday at her local gift shop, Renee makes a Christmas wish for a different life. And this was just too cute. Okay, so we'll, let's start with setting. I gave it a five. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting this. I know, but we were in New York, which normally doesn't get me like you, but... Uh-huh. Her apartment and then his apartment and then their house, they were beautiful. Like we had a Sex in the City carry apartment moment with like the clothing and Oh yeah. I, I just thought it was all very pretty and I just liked it, so I gave it a five. <laughs> I agree with you, but I also feel like it deserved a five because of the cinematography. I don't know if this really goes into set or not, but I really felt like the way that they filmed it helped convey, made it better, made it look mm-hmm. better or whatever, you know? So I I really, really, really love this. And I do have a note. I put it down in storyline, but I'm just going to mention it here because it kind of men- I made me think of it. This was not a Hallmark movie. Did you it notice wasn't. at the beginning it was a Vortex Media production? I did see that, but I thought it was like, you know how they always put all those companies, but it's still Hallmark. It's like they're working in conjunction with them. Yeah, but they usually do that crown media at the beginning, and this did not have that. Oh. So I think they bought this movie. Great job, Hallmark. It was a good purchase if you did purchase it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just outsourced it, but... This kind of goes into... Well, I'll get into that later, but I, I feel like you're onto something there with that. Okay. Yes, you are. Okay. We're definitely <laughs> going to speak about it later. Okay. I just confirmed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then can we move on to style? Yep. That's all I got. Okay. I gave it a five because Vanessa was super cute. All of her outfits. I love her short haircut. Like it was so fun. And I... She was really accessorized with the jewelry, and I don't know. I just loved her everything about her outfits. She had some gold high heel booties that were pretty, so I gave it a five. Okay, I gave it a four, but I, I mean, not that I didn't like anything, because four is, I think, a good score. Um, I thought 
her outfits I liked a lot. Some of them were like over the top. Like the first outfit she makes decision, she's like, I'm going to wear these multicolored snakeskin boots. (laughs) Hey, if you got something cool and new that you never would have had in your first life, why not? Yeah, but those were ugly in my opinion. (laughs) But at least they were mostly covered up. At least she didn't choose like tights and a skirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... There, there was that. She did put pants over them, but some of the stuff just wasn't really my style, which is not why is which is why I didn't necessarily like love it. But I did think she looked nice throughout the whole thing, and I agree. The short hair was really cute. I kind of wish they would have done more of a layered look with the longer hair because oh. um, I didn't really notice it at the beginning, but at the end, I just felt like it looked like they added the extensions to make it look long but yeah, they could like a cut, wig or something yeah you could have cut in extent you could have cut in a little bit of layers to bring in those front pieces that were short and just kind of tie them in you know and they they didn't even try to do something like that so i that mm-hmm. was the only thing that really stood out to me that i didn't love but um the rest of it i really thought was cute yeah agreed okay storyline i gave it a five me too This is honestly probably the best storyline I've seen where it's like the girl wishes for a different life and then we see the second life where she's not with the guy again, you know, Uh because there's a lot of these, but I think this one's the best one. Well, I agree. I think it was really well done. I also really liked the, the person who sent her, granted her wish. And her being kind of the elf. Yeah. She kind of reminded me though of the shoe addicts Christmas Jean smarts character where she's kind of quirky Mm -hmm. and just a little, I mean, they're obviously not the same. They're not quirky in the same way, but they were just like her outfits were like very unique, fun. And she was just kind of outrageous a little bit. So it kind of gave me that kind of a vibe. And I, I was, Mm -hmm. I was here for it. So, yeah, it was just really well done as far as like pacing everything and the subplot with her mom. It's like in her original life, her mom died, but in her different life, her mom was still alive. Yeah. And like, I know it's never bored. You know, there was always something interesting, which I think is partly just Vanessa because I feel like she brings the best energy. Yeah. And she like always just draws your eye kind of thing. And she's she's good at the comedy bits. Like, I feel like the parts that are meant to be funny, she's so funny in them. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like this was heartwarming. It was tear-jerking, but it was, like, in a beautifully magical kind of way. So mm-hmm. it was, like, to me, I don't love sad Christmas movies, but if I'm going to have a sad Christmas movie, this is the way I want it done. Where yeah. and it wasn't even, like, a sad Christmas movie. It just had a sad moment. Well, I did cry when she saw her mom again for the first time. Oh, okay. In the beginning. You know, and then I did cry. I cried a lot at the end, guys. Like, I was, like, literally sobbing. Oh, I was teary when she, at the end. I was sobbing. Like, this is a spoiler alert, I guess. She has to say goodbye to her mom because she's going back to her real Mm -hmm. life and her mom's obviously gone. So, like, this is the last time she's going to see her. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> see, and I I think it was h- hard for me because I goodbyes are very hard for me in general. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really, all my life, have hated goodbyes. So that's why it touched me so much. But then there was this beautiful quote that her mom said that goodbyes are an important part of life. You can't start again without them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so sweet. And it's like giving her permission. And the fact that her mom was going to sell the house anyway made her realize, well, maybe my mom isn't as attached to this home as I, I can get rid of it because she would have gotten rid of it eventually. You know, like. Yeah. And her mom was like living her best life traveling and she was always having things to do, you know, so it wasn't yeah. like she was just lazing around at home. Like, oh, I love this house. I can't ever leave. Like, she was living her life, whereas Vanessa's character was kind of not in her original life. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. This whole thing. I don't have a yeah. lot of comments. I didn't write anything down because it was so enjoyable. I was, like, yeah. fully invested. And Same. I will say, both of us don't necessarily think that Corey is our favorite favorite. Mm-hmm. But he was so good in this movie i felt like he was so endearing like the more i see him we saw him in that that what was the one with the girl that we don't like um noel next door noel next door which was so much better than we expected then we saw him right before that was pumpkin everything it's like three in a row of his movies i have really enjoyed so see, this goes into my stars thing so we can move okay. into stars yeah. okay so i gave it a five Okay. I'm so surprised by that. I know. It's because I think that Vanessa brings out the best in Corey because this is their second Christmas movie together. And I feel like it's this synergy because Vanessa is real life friends with Corey and his wife, Kate. And Kate Pracknell wrote this movie and Corey directed this movie. And Kate wrote Heart of the Holidays and Corey directed that movie. Kate wrote Christmas in Toyland. Corey uh, directed that movie. Those are three movies that we really loved. Now, Christmas in Toyland didn't have Corey in it. That was Jesse Hutch and Vanessa. But I feel like the three of them really have a good friendship going. And Vortex Productions has... Those are the movies from them. Take Me Back for Christmas, Heart of the Holidays, Christmas in Toyland. And then there's some other ones that it has. Didn't you like It Takes a Christmas Village with Corey? Or did you not like that one? Oh, yes, I did like that one. That one's got the girl Nivens. Nevin, yeah. So that's another one with them. Mm -hmm. That one was really cute. Corey and Kate on there. So, like, I just feel like the three of them have a good thing going. And they just understand each other. So I feel like it's a good bet that if you see Corey and Vanessa together, that Kate's probably going to have written it. Corey's probably going to direct it. And it's probably going to be a good movie. So I feel like Hallmark's doing a good job buying their stuff. Vortex did make In Love by Christmas that had Jonna Walsh and Jesse Hutch, which I think we liked parts of that from 2020 on Lifetime. I do remember this movie now, but I don't remember watching this movie. (laughs) Apparently, it didn't leave much of an impression if I did watch it. Well, that was Vortex Productions. They produced it. Okay. I don't know if that's Corey and Kate's company or if they just work with them a lot. But whatever it is, Corey and Vanessa are a dream team along with Kate writing for them. I just think it's interesting. Like, 
she has Corey's wife and she has her friend and her husband. Yeah. Has a love interest and in all these things. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I I guess maybe you want your friend who's not going to steal your husband kissing your husband <laughs> on TV. <laughs> I don't know, although that doesn't always work. <laughs> oh, anyway. man. But either way, whenever I saw that, it was the three of them. Because I had a feeling as the movie kept going and it was so good, I was like, did Corey write or direct this? Did his wife, is she involved in this? And lo and behold, they were. I was like, ah, that's this so makes funny. sense. Yeah. I, this, I just really, this movie was a delight. Mm-hmm. So. What'd you give it for Christmas? Five. I gave it a four. <laughs> I think it's because we didn't do a lot of like Christmassy things, but it was very decorative for Christmas. See, but it had the Christmas magic. So it, it did got have me. Christmas magic. I, I could go five. And it's a love. Definitely. It's a love. So. so everybody should watch Take Me Back for Christmas. They started with a bad new Christmas movie with the Royal Christmas Crush. And then they ended with like the best Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, the Royal <laughs> Christmas Crush didn't have much of a chance in my mind. I don't love the Royal movies in general. So. There was that. It had more of a fighting chance when I found out that they fell in love in the movie, but then it still fell flat. So too bad. So sad. All right. Next up, we are going to have August previews and some news and nonsense, which there's actually, I guess we already spoiled some of the news, which was Stephen and Katie. Spoiler. (laughs) But whatever. We'll share it again. So we'll talk about what's coming up on Hallmark for August, their summer nights, and a little bit of news and nonsense. And yeah, and then we'll, we don't know what's next because that's the end of our schedule. <laughs> but <laughs> you can always follow us on Instagram and Facebook where we update like movie premieres and make our comments there. You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. So you can always get the latest episode since we're doing this on and off again month thing. And as always, you should rate us. Carrie would say five stars only. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Preferably. 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 Helps other people decide to take a chance on us, which we like. So yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.